You're listening to the Tiny Course Empire podcast with Cindy Bidar. This is episode number 12, and today we're digging into the membership site model. They're super appealing for a lot of reasons, so I am never surprised when someone tells me they want to start a membership. If that's you, you're going to want to stick around because in today's episode, I'm answering all your questions about this popular online business model. Welcome to the Tiny Course Empire podcast, a weekly show dedicated to helping you launch and grow your digital course business, even if you don't have a big team or a six-figure ads budget. We'll help you design smart systems, take consistent action, and achieve massive success on your own terms. Now, here's your host, Cindy Bedar. Hey guys, and welcome back to episode 12 of the Tiny Course Empire podcast. You'll find show notes, resources mentioned in this episode, and I've got a downloadable resource for you at tinycourseempire.com forward slash 12. Be sure to pick that up if you're thinking of starting a membership, because it's going to help you figure out if you're ready to commit to a membership site or not. Again, you'll find that at tinycourseempire.com forward slash 12. Before I get to your questions about running a membership site, I want to tell you a little story of how my membership, Six Figure Systems, first came to be. In September of 2018, I was about 10 months into a brand new business model. The previous January, I'd started releasing my virtual assistant clients with the goal of creating a course-based business and lots more time freedom instead of working for other people. And I was creating small courses, so I was on my way. The problem was I wasn't consistent about it at all. I'd create a new course or a product, I'd promote it, and I'd make some sales, and then I wouldn't do anything with it or start on anything else for several weeks or even several months. I'm sure you can imagine what our income looked like with that kind of inconsistent schedule. On a month that I'd create a new product, our income would be really good, and then I might go two or three months with nothing new, and it would drop. So I started to think about creating a membership site. I wanted that consistent recurring income coming in every single month, and I had lots of ideas for things I'd like to teach my community about online marketing. I also knew myself pretty well, and I knew that if I had members waiting for new content, I would always get it out there. But when I'm left to my own schedule, I'm a master procrastinator. So I knew that a membership site would really work to my advantage as I grew the business. Now, looking back, I probably didn't put enough thought or planning into creating the membership. In other words, I just didn't ask enough questions. I'm kind of glad that's the case, though. I think that a lot of times we overthink things and let opportunities pass us by as a result. Sometimes the right thing to do is to just jump in with both feet and figure it out along the way. But that's not to say that running a membership site has been all sunshine and roses for me. By the following September, so this would be September of 2019, enrollment in Six Figure Systems was dropping. At its lowest, we had just 170 members, and it seemed like every month we'd lose more and more. And I honestly started to wonder whether or not it was worth it to keep the membership going. I seriously considered closing the doors, but in the end, I decided to just dig in and make it work instead, and I am so glad I'd made that decision. 
So what I did is we started by completely revamping the members area. We changed how the course access works. We systemized everything to make it easier to manage and to ultimately make the entire site more enjoyable and easier for members as well. And that was a big turning point. After that, the numbers started to go back up again. Now, at the time of this recording, we have just over 460 members, and that number goes up every single month. We have rock-solid production plans in place. I know exactly what I'm going to create and release from month to month, and I know exactly how I'm going to promote it, and I'm reasonably certain what we can expect in terms of month-to-month and even year-to-year income. That's a pretty sweet deal, right? The first question that most people have is what's the difference between a membership and a course and why they might want to choose one over the other. So here's how I define the two. Online courses teach one thing. Maybe it's how to knit a sweater or how to pass the bar exam or how to start an email list, but it's just that one thing. There can be 64 videos or three audio lessons or two eBooks and a handful of checklists. It doesn't really matter what the format is. We'll call it a course if it's teaching one thing for a fixed fee. Once that fee is paid, the buyer has access to the course and all the materials, most likely forever. There are some exceptions to that, but the most common course models grant lifetime access to the training. A membership, on the other hand, offers ongoing access to content of some kind for a recurring fee. It might be monthly or quarterly or annually, but there is a regular payment made and the members have access to the materials for as long as they keep paying. If they cancel, they lose access. Now, you can't just take an online course and start charging monthly payments for it and call it a membership. Well, I suppose you could, but nobody's going to stick around for very long for that kind of a business model. They'll take what they need from the course and then they'll cancel. That's why memberships also typically include regular content updates or some live component, especially if they have a small library that's easily and quickly consumed. That might be new templates added on a specific schedule, or it might be weekly Q&A calls, or it might be updates to existing content, or it might even be a new course or a workshop that gets created on a weekly or a monthly or a quarterly schedule. Of course, it can be any combination of those things as well. Just as with everything else in business, there's a lot of room for you to bring your own personality and your own ideas into a membership site. So you can make it anything you want. And it definitely does not have to be all business-related content. We're going to come back to that question in a minute. Courses and membership sites are managed differently as well. A single course can have a very, very simple setup. Maybe it's even just a WordPress page with a password that you send buyers to in an email. I've seen that used by several course sellers. It's easy to set up and manage, and it doesn't cost a lot to implement. Membership sites, though, take a bit more infrastructure work. They have to have some way of protecting content from unauthorized use, and it has to be more sophisticated than just a password-protected page because you have to have some way to remove access if a member cancels. That means your shopping cart has to somehow coordinate with your membership site to let current members in and keep canceled members out. Now, I will say that in the last few years, this has gotten so much easier than it once was. So if your biggest concern or question is whether or not you can manage the technology, let's put that to rest right now. You can absolutely handle the tech. 
There are several hosted membership platforms that make all of this super easy to set up and manage. I'm talking about platforms like Teachable or Podia or MemberVault or Kajabi. They come in all different styles and price points, so there really is a solution that will fit your needs and your level of technology comfort. Now let's get back to that question about topics because it's a big one. This is question number two. I get people who ask me quite often if there are membership sites that don't focus on teaching business or entrepreneurial skills, and the answer is a big yes. A lot of people seem to have this impression that all membership sites are about business, and I think I know why. Back when I was still working as a virtual assistant, I worked for business coaches, and my day was consumed with business coaching content. I was monitoring Facebook ads and scheduling YouTube videos, and I was subscribed to several different mailing lists all about coaching. Now, as you can imagine, my Facebook feed and all the other ads I saw online were all about coaching. Judging only by what you would see on my computer, you could have been forgiven for thinking that everyone in the world was a business coach. But what if I'd been working for, say, a professional calligrapher? If all my online searches were about pens and ink and the best paper, and if I was hanging out in Facebook groups about it, and if I was following Instagram accounts dedicated to handwriting, my online travels would have looked very, very different. You might have even thought everyone had a collection of fountain pens and bottles of ink laying around. Whereas before, you thought everyone in the world was a business coach. So don't make the mistake of thinking that there's no room for your membership site just because it's not business-focused. I've seen membership sites that provide drum or guitar lessons, weekly art sessions, open office hours with a life coach, or even lesson plans for Sunday school teachers. So there are definitely membership sites and successful ones at that that cover just about any topic you can think of. The next question people ask is about money. This is question number three. You might have heard that membership sites are either easy money or that they qualify as passive income. And we've all heard that we should be creating more passive income, right? Isn't that the dream of online business owners everywhere to make money while we're laying on a beach somewhere, soaking up the sun and sipping on a margarita? Well, let's talk about that because it's kind of true, but on the other hand, not really. Honestly, there is no such thing as truly passive income. There is active income and there is less active income, but nothing is 100% passive unless we're talking about the dividends on your investment portfolio, and that's a different podcast. But putting interest aside, we're going to have to work for the money that we earn in business. The question is, how much work are you putting in and for what kind of return? So what people really mean when they say memberships create passive income is that they offer better income stability with less effort. That might not sound as sexy as passive income, but it's a big benefit to having a membership site. Where most small business owners start every single month at $0 in income, the membership site owner already knows that he or she can count on that recurring income at a minimum. Will they have to put the work in? Absolutely. Is it as stressful as starting from scratch every month? Not even close. But here's the other thing. As a membership site owner, you're leveraging your existing assets in a way that continues to reduce your efforts over time. 
that course that I created two or three years ago continues to earn money for me every single month because it's a part of my membership. I don't have to do anything else with it. I never have to promote that course again. It just sits there and helps me make money. So in that sense, a membership does have some elements of passive income in it. It's just not as hands-off as the term might make it sound. Okay, so it's not passive. I know you get that. But surely membership sites are easy money, right? Well, again, kind of. I did say at the beginning of this episode that one reason I wanted to start a membership site is for the recurring revenue. And that's true. I mean, which would you rather have? A customer community you have to sell to every month or one that pays you automatically for ongoing access to your content? I think the second one sounds more appealing, right? But that doesn't mean that building up that membership community is easy or that creating the content isn't work because it is. Let's just get that right out there from the beginning. I don't want anybody to go into this thinking that they're just going to start taking in big bucks with very little effort. As with all things in business, either online or off, making money takes time and energy and consistent action. Membership sites thrive on that last one. You must be consistent with your content, your community engagement, and your marketing, or your membership won't be successful. But with all of those warnings, in a lot of ways, a membership site is easier money. And note that I didn't say easy, I said easier. It's easier money than some other product forms. After all, people pay you month after month, and that makes it possible for you to put systems and processes in place to make the work easier and faster. And when you do it well, those numbers continue to grow month after month and year after year. Believe me, as a business owner, there is nothing quite as reassuring as knowing that you're starting every single month with a predictable income stream. It just makes everything easier. It's easier to budget for your bills. It's easier to hire help. It's easier to save for your future. It's just easier. I think we can all agree on that. But like I said, it takes a bit of effort to get there. It's not something that happens from day one. So are memberships easy money? I'd say they're a bit easier, but like all things, the longer you do it, the easier it gets. Which brings me to question number four. Question number four is one you're probably familiar with if you've thought about starting a membership, and that's how much content do I need before I can launch? If you look at more established memberships like Six Figure Systems, you'd probably think you have to have an entire library of resources already on hand before you can launch. But that's not true in my experience. When I launched Six Figure Systems, I had plans for one small course. Notice I didn't say I had a course. I had plans for a course. I taught it live to everyone who signed up in those first few weeks, and I promised to provide them with new content every month after that. That one course and a promise of more was enough to convince more than 200 people to join me in those first few days. So don't think that you have to have a dozen courses before you can launch your membership site. One is really all you need. For that matter, I've seen very successful memberships that run on the power of only live calls. So there's no library of content at all. It all happens live. In fact, something that membership site owners struggle with isn't having too little content, but actually the opposite of that, and that's having too much. Having a lot of resources for your members can be a good thing, 
but only if they're resources that your members actually need, and only if they're organized in a way that makes sense and so they can find what they need quickly. Otherwise, all of those extra things are just clutter that's getting in the way of them achieving their goals. If you've put off starting a membership because you questioned whether or not you had enough content to start, I think we can safely say that you have enough, whatever that number is. All right, moving on to question number five. This is another question that I hear all the time, and I've heard this from my clients in the past when I recommended that they start a membership site. And this is the question about member attrition. In other words, how long will members really stay? You might have heard that members only stay on average for three months, but that's actually not true. Now, every membership is obviously going to be different, but in my experience, the average member stays in six-figure systems for 11 months, and I have some who have been members from the very beginning. If you talk to other membership site owners, you'll likely hear similar numbers to that. And if you think about it, a membership where the average member only stays for three months isn't really sustainable. That would mean that 75% of your members left every single month, which would in turn mean you'd have to do a lot of marketing just to keep your head above water in that situation. I think if that were the case, you'd see a lot fewer memberships in the world, but they just continue to grow. Think about all the subscription box memberships and meal kit memberships and online memberships and software memberships that there are in the world today. It just doesn't make sense that all of those businesses are dealing with three-month average member retention. And finally, I want to talk about the question people don't ask, and that's about the day-to-day operations of managing a membership site. If you could hang out in my office for a week, what would you see me doing? For me, and this is probably true for a lot of membership site owners, my primary job is content creation. I spend the majority of my days either writing content or recording video or audio. Personally, I spend about two hours per day or about 10 hours per week on content creation related specifically to six-figure systems. So that includes writing, recording, editing, and formatting new courses. We're going to look at some ways that you can reduce or even eliminate that in just a minute, but honestly... I don't think two hours per day is a lot to ask for the revenue a membership site can produce. Of course, that revenue depends on me marketing the site as well. So that's the next thing I spend my time on. This is a big misconception that people seem to have, and that's that if they have a membership, it's just going to kind of sell itself. We think that way about lots of things online, whether it's website traffic or YouTube viewers or Facebook group members. It's the old cliche that says, you know, if you build it, they will come, but they won't. You have to go and find them. That's what marketing is all about. And the more you do it, the more profitable your membership will be. For my business, that means I spend another two hours per day on average on marketing. And again, that's about 10 hours per week. That includes things like writing emails, recording this podcast, building autoresponders, participating in bundles and giveaways, getting interviewed, and writing guest blog posts. I also spend time every week connecting with current and potential affiliates. It's our affiliate program that continues to drive sales. So if I want to continue to thrive, I have to stay in contact and make sure my affiliates have everything they need. So next to content creation, or maybe even ahead of it, Marketing is the thing that you will spend the most time on too. 
There's a lot of tasks that fall under the heading of marketing, and it's my second biggest priority after the membership content. That's because the more effort I put into it, the better returns I get. And that's true no matter what business you're in. Consistent action creates consistent results. I could do more or less marketing, and it would have a direct impact on how many members I have and how much revenue the membership generates. And I love that about this or really any other business model. The results you get are entirely up to you. How cool is that? The next biggest chunk of my day is spent on community building and customer support. It's not third in terms of importance, but only in terms of how much time it takes me to do it. This includes things like answering member questions, troubleshooting access issues, responding to emails and hosting Q&A calls, as well as coaching calls for VIP members. On average, I spend about six hours per month on community engagement. I spend very little time on customer support because someone else manages the help desk for me and I only get called in if it's a question or an issue that they don't know how to answer. And that brings up a good point, and that's outsourcing. As I said, I spend a good part of every day creating content and marketing my courses and my membership. I don't outsource much, and I'll say more about that in a minute, but I definitely do not outsource course creation. That is by choice, though. I believe that I can best serve my members and my community by creating the content myself. It's my expertise they come to the site for, so I feel that my most important job as the site owner and the leader of the Six Figure Systems community is to be completely hands-on when it comes to content creation. Obviously, not every membership site owner agrees with me, and here's where we come back to the idea that you get to make your membership exactly what you want it to be. If you don't want to spend two hours every day creating content, then don't do it. You certainly have other options. You can outsource or even purchase pre-written content as a starting point if that's what you choose. Years ago, my friend Angela had a membership site and she also had a brand new baby. She had very, very little time for content creation. So instead, she used pre-written quality content and just edited it to make it her own. Her membership ran smoothly for a year or more with her spending just 30 minutes a day on the day-to-day maintenance. So I don't want you to think that you have to commit to five or seven or more hours every single day just to run a membership site. Yes, you absolutely do have to show up. Passive income and easy money are the myth. They are not the reality. But you also get to design your membership and your business and your life to support your lifestyle, not the other way around. Lately, I've also been spending time building up a team. I said I don't outsource content development, but there are plenty of other things I do that I probably shouldn't be doing, like podcast editing. I'm not good at it. It takes me a long time to do, and other people are much more skilled at it. So as of the time of this recording, I'm working on handing that off to someone who will do a much better job than me. Getting new team members onboarded takes a bit of time, so right now I'm spending an hour or so every day on that as well. So for me, my day looks like two hours spent creating content, another two hours on marketing, and an hour or so onboarding and training new team members. After that, I spend the rest of my day coaching private clients, learning new things, and doing all of those random other tasks that seem to land on my desk. Overall, it's not a bad schedule, wouldn't you agree? 
I mean, clearly I'm not earning passive income over here, but it's a work schedule I am more than happy to keep. And I bet you would be too. Now I want to hear from you. Click over to the show notes at tinycourseempire.com forward slash 12 and leave me a comment. I'd love to know if you're considering starting a membership site or if you already have one and what questions you have about starting or managing it. And while you're there, be sure to pick up the Are You Ready Cheat Sheet and fill that out if you're still on the fence. That will help you get clear on whether or not this is a good time to add a membership site to your business. Have a terrific day, everyone, and I will talk to you again next week. If you like what you hear on the Tiny Course Empire podcast, you're going to love all of the courses you'll find inside my Six Figure Systems membership. That's my monthly membership where we dig into online marketing for regular people like you and me. We don't do big launches or have the big headaches and the big expenses that come with them. Instead, we focus on creating repeatable, sustainable systems that continue to grow over time and that don't suck up all of our energy or require a 10-person team to manage. You can come see what we're all about at sixfiguresystems.com, and I'll see you on the inside.